Yes. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, shout out to Houston, Texas. Shout out to Beyonce Knowles Carter and shout out to anything that has anything to do with Beyonce Knowles Carter. You get what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we are at Renaissance Week. You feel me? Now, again, I understand we are currently in Leo season, first and foremost, but I need the good people, the good brothers and sisters to understand that Virgo season is approaching. I mean, do you hear this shit? I mean, come on, dude. Hold on, man. Y'all, hold on, man. Y'all not listening right now. Hold on, B. Talk to him, B. Talking that shit, I'm trying to tell you, man. Yo, know said niggas lucky she ain't a rapper because her husband is the goat. You know what I'm saying? So even if she wanted to do a rap album, you know what I'm saying. But anyway, like I said, it's Renaissance Week. You know what I'm saying? This is one of my favorite songs, if not the favorite song on the album for me. Even you know what I'm saying. And speaking of the Virgos, shout out to the Virgos out there. September first, which is also the one year anniversary of For the Love podcast. So y'all stay tuned for that, by the way. You know what I'm saying? And as far as the album, of course, let's get into it, man. Because, of course, it's a renaissance week. Like I said, man, we keeping it funky. We're at the Houston, Texas, and everything we love for Beyonce, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Beehive. And, of course, first and foremost, like I think y'all earlier, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Thank y'all, man. Of course, uh, episode 27, Mahi Maz officially hit over 550 listens on SoundCloud. So definitely appreciate y'all for that. I bow for that. You know what I'm saying? Keep the other views popping on the other episodes. Check me out. Stay tuned, of course, for YouTube channels because those are coming soon. Like I said, we're working on that. And thank y'all, man. But like I said, back to this motherfucking album. This shit is incredible. A lot of niggas is saying this is her best album. I think it's too soon to call it, but I don't blame it because starting with the sound, immaculate. You know what I'm saying? From top, bottom, dope album. Off first listen, gave it a nine. Like when I first heard the album, the very first time, always want to let it run from the top down. It was a dope experience in that sense. It kind of like, you know, you have a dope album overall when you can one listen to it in its complete entirety from top down and not even realize that you went through the whole album that quick. Like it felt like I listened to the album in five minutes. It was like that type of experience where it, it felt like five minutes, but it was really the length of the album. You get what I'm saying? Now, as far as tracks, like you heard Virgo's Groove, that's my favorite. Plastic Off the Couch, shout out to Sid on that record. As far as writing, that record is fire to me. You know what I'm saying? Like you could just tell with certain records on the album too that she was experimenting with sounds from other artists, not even on some copying and paste shit because we're going to get into that uh, conversation with the album on another situation, but you could tell 
she was pulling like inspo slash like mood boards as far as like the sound that she wanted because one record sounded like a Sid record this record sounded like Azalea Banks esque. I know niggas don't like Azalea Banks but she's quintessential house music she definitely had that type of sound in there don't know if she was listening to Azalea Banks on the side but I wouldn't be surprised like Katandra for instance you know what I'm saying them motherfuckers the fact that she has Grace Jones on it leads to my ultimate point on the album in which I say it's like the gayest album of all time. Now, a lot of niggas take offense to that statement, but I truly mean that for what it is and no negativity about it because the album is gay, the album is pro-black, and the album is just celebrating all that shit culture-wise. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a song with Grace Jones and Tim's on that motherfucker and not call it a gay album. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tim's because you, you know what I mean? But Grace Jones is a legend herself. You know what I mean? So, and then you got the GOAT, Sean Carter, you know, behind the scenes, you know, with the writing skills and things of that nature. And shout out to The Dream because he was all over through this album from the production side. He snapped as the legend as he would. I mean, it's incredible to actually see him do it again because it's not the first time per se that he worked with Beyonce but it's to see him all over the album and to get that sound and shout out to Mike Dean niggas get the flat on Mike Dean he has a little you know what I'm saying he a guest of the culture but that's a talented motherfucker man for you to orchestrate and make that sound come out like that can't do nothing but to praise that man you know what I'm saying so shout out to Mike Dean shout out to the dream Shout out to Beyonce, and like I said at the beginning, everything that has anything to do with Beyonce knows Carter. That's just first and foremost, you know? Like, first listen, I gave it a nine, a solid nine, and that's all the strength of how the whole album plays out to me. Because, like, her single record, Break My Soul, that was a record that obviously niggas got annoyed off because they played it every single day, and I blame TikTok and other social platforms on that. But then when you go back and listen to the album, that transition to Break My Soul is insane. That transition from energy to Break My Soul is incredible. It makes the record more digestible than just listening to it as a single. You get what I'm saying? So that that shows more of the importance of listening to an album slash body of work because you want to hear the sound from top down rather than just hearing single 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 you know what i'm saying that's a lost art so definitely shout out to beyonce for that because she got the structure of an album down packed and personally as far as this year this year has been great for music and not only just because of the artists and things of that nature as far as the names but it's the artistry like the structure like i said the kendrick album how he took that whole album and spoke on all these issues and, and subject matters and things of that nature. Vince Staples, who is my favorite album of the year, from top down, his album sounds incredible overall. Joey Badass recently, the way he was able to take that long period of time off and come back and give us a perfect sequel to an original classic a couple years ago is incredible to me. You know what I'm saying? And I say all of that to go back into Renaissance because, you know, this is Renaissance week, baby. You know what I'm saying? And the album is dope. 
nine. You know what I'm saying? I heard a lot of people gave it low scores. And again, a lot of motherfuckers said that it was her best album to date as far as the sound and things like that. Because speaking of sound and production, I would agree. I would say that it was is Beyonce's best album as far as that. Now, personally, I think it's still B-Day, but I can understand as far as production and sound, that's hands down Renaissance. That shit is incredible. You know what I'm saying? It's a studio. And imagine when she goes on tour because she would definitely go on tour in this. Imagine that. <laughs> like, I mean, she's going to turn up any fucking thing she does. But this album on tour? Come on, bro. Like, you could foreshadow that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, shout out to B. And shout out to Khalees, too, man. Because that, that brings up the original situation that I was speaking on with the trials that she went through. Recently, it was noted that she went back and remove the Khalees sample, which also removes her credit or any type of credit going towards the record in the record that I'm speaking of. It is the energy record. Now, regarding the Khalees situation, I do want to speak this piece in this regard, and this is directing towards the Beehive and more so the people in the Beehive that can't seem to see nothing else but Beyonce knows Carter. That's kind of weird to me, but it's to each his own. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I say that to say you niggas need to grow up and understand that you can't talk and listen at the same time. You get what I'm saying? What the good sister Khalees was solely speaking on in her IG live particularly was that her main problem was the principle in Beyonce not reaching out to her as far as using her work, period. It's just that simple. A lot of motherfuckers I'm seeing online and in the social media saying, oh, look, now that Beyonce removed her, she's not going to get the credit. And now she ain't getting the coins and all that shit. Khalees never cared about coins. And I'm strongly and confidently saying that because she was on IG Live and said it herself that the problem is not the money. And in fact, she understands that the root cause and the root issue of this whole thing with her is the Neptunes, which is Pharrell and Chad Hugo. Shout out to the hometown team, but they are affiliated in this situation. And if you know, then you know. Shout out to Pusha T. Furthermore, Khalees speaks on that point. So that tells you that she knows the issue is Pharrell and Chad, not Beyonce. The only issue she had with Beyonce is her simply not reaching out to her when your message is empowering women, especially black women. And if you ask me, that is an absolute valid point from Khalees in that regard. If your message is about empowering, unifying, and you know what I'm saying, black power and all of that, not saying she's Angela Davis, but you in that realm, then the last thing you will want to do is shun another black artist to put on your artwork and not give them the respect of contacting them that is the case and it's just that simple and i say that to summarize with this it is also possible for two things to be true beyonce can still be beyonce and the queen and all of that but a spade is a spade and she did not acknowledge this woman and failed to give her the respect of communication when you're going to use my work, 
then you fucked up. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? That's it. And I say that to say again, thank God for Khalees, because at the end of the day, you farming out here and this industry shit just ain't for you, Khalees. You know what I'm saying? And lastly, again, to the hometown guys, Pharrell and Chad, the Neptunes, I love y'all, but give her her masters, brother. It's no point for y'all to be holding that. I know y'all might not hear this, but I just got to say that because if y'all holding something that could be detrimental to her or could actually more so be beneficial to her situation and possibly give her generational wealth, then let that girl have that, man. She earned that. You know what I'm saying? But again, shout out to Khalees and shout out to all the black entertainers out there because y'all got to protect the creative minds in the room. You get what I'm saying? Word. And she also removed an, in quote, ableist word, which is spaz on her record on the album, too. So Beyonce and the team has been doing a lot of edits. Personally, I think that shit is trash. I think it's terrible. I think it takes away the integrity of the art and what the true art is. Art to me is solely an expression. And that's regardless of how the audience takes that particular art it's expressive so when music speaking of music when that comes out and we hear that for the first time that's what it is you know what i'm saying now that we at a point where we go back and change shit it takes away the end quote originality which i say integrity of what you were trying to say because for the audience looking into it when we first listen to a piece of art especially music the first thing we hear is what we take as the true expression so when you go back and change things it's a political correct move so you switching the word spaz and let's get into spaz first and foremost i'm about to spaz on this fucking rant because i get tired of these niggas making everything deemed offensive when at the end of the day, y'all don't know the culture. Y'all don't know our culture, even though y'all appropriate the culture. And then on top of that, try to tell us how to use and go about our fucking culture. That's the problem. Never in life, in culture life, in culture history, did we use the word spaz in that offensive sense, nor offensive in general. Spaz is a, is a sole term to refer to going fucking ham. It's that simple. If y'all like to use the word crazy, y'all call motherfuckers retarded, y'all call niggas this and, and that, but spaz is insane. And I say all of that to say, do not change your artwork, because if that's how you truly felt and that's what you met at the time, let it rock. That going back and editing shit is corny, it's synthetic, it takes away the integrity of the fucking art, and to me, it gives it a whitewashed version of the fucking album, because now this is an edited version. You get what I'm saying? And that's whack as shit. I remember rap, especially hip hop and rap being at a point of time where regardless of how niggas felt when it came out, that's what it was. And you had to take it. You get what I'm saying? Now, you didn't have to accept the motherfucker, but you just knew and acknowledged for what it was. You know what I'm saying? Not going back and making niggas change shit. That's actually going against freedom of speech. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But not to make it political. You know what I'm saying? Because I would say 
go out in your polls and vote, research, do all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Drink water, hug a fiend, all that dumb ass shit, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Whatever that feeds your community, do that, you know what I'm saying? Just mind your business in the process, you know what I'm saying? And stop putting queens into your bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, <laughs> anyway, like I said, you know what I mean? Like Beyonce number number nine, man. Nine album. And and it's a it's an album that will grow the more you listen to. You know what I'm saying? Word to Monica Lewinsky, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, listen, Monica, yo, we not changing your name off the song, yo. For the people that don't know, she asked Beyonce to remove her name from the partition record and guess what you suck dick in the over office just just acknowledge it you know what i'm saying it is what it is you a legend i mean you bless william with the oral at the oval you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna let you just sit on that you know and god bless now continuing on to culture things because as far as music that's it like i said it's renaissance week Ain't nobody else thinking of dropping no damn album around Beyonce. You know, shout out to Joey Badass because that's recently the last one prior to Beyonce. And that's in the album of the year contender. But at the moment, it's Beyonce and only Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? For now. Now, continuing on to culture news slash random bullshit and all that, whatever you want to call it. I don't even care. I saw something online. Everything that I saw, first and foremost, is online outside of real life you know but the thing that i saw online first was the incident regarding wiz khalifa at the nightclub with the dj he pressed the dj in regards to the music selection of his choice wiz preferred to play his new music because he did drop a new music and I don't know what a new music is, but he dropped a new album. You know what I'm saying? The name of the album is called, because I'm like butchering like a motherfucker. He came out with an album. It's called Multiverse. You know what I'm saying? That's definitely the name of the album. I forgot the name, but the album is actually dope. Wiz Khalifa is a very underrated artist. He's been in the game for a good amount of time. I've known him since 2009 at least. So he's been in the game personally for me since that point, if not longer. And he's dropping consistent body of work as far as the songs and albums of that regard. He always been that person. He's more in the mixtape lane for me, but consistency is Wiz Khalifa's lane. Anyway, he dropped a new album, Multiverse. He wants the DJ to go in that bag rather than him playing the old shit. The DJ plays wiz's old records and wiz takes offense to that now when you watch the video incident online you can do your googles on that pull it up you see at the moment of the video he he which is wiz khalifa steps to the dj's face and i mean like they're touching nose to nose you know what i'm saying like they're that close and he's like barking at the dj saying he'll whoop his ass and etc etc and personally speaking Again, I love Wiz Khalifa, love the team, shout out to Game. We was all in that shit years ago. If Wiz would have walked up to me or if anybody would have did that shit, he would have got snuffed. You know what I'm saying? It's just that simple because one thing people got to understand is even in how you handle things is important in how you do things and disrespecting people is not the case, bro. 
Like we just had this conversation with the Will Smith incident and Chris Rock, but it's a perfect example for this because Wiz Khalifa is another person who I take as far as their character to be calm, cool, collective, don't normally bark, don't actually get riled like that. So when they do get riled, it's going to be some wild shit a la la this. You know what I'm saying? A la like the Will Smith moment. Will been perfect his whole fucking career. And the moment he finally fucks up, he really fucks up and smacks the shit out of somebody on Oscar stage. Now, Wiz, seeing him get out of character, not saying this is the first time he did this. We are seeing him at least being recorded from a bystander in the club, barking at a DJ at his face. Now, the DJ is looking at Wiz. Now, this is the part I find wild to me because as Wiz is barking at the DJ, the DJ is just looking at Wiz, like glaring at him like he's not even understanding what's going on. Like he can see he's cussing him out, but he's not understanding where it's coming from. And at least that's what it looks like to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I heard a lot of people say, oh, well, did the DJ know the circumstances prior or like was he set up? And I try to leave all that out the way and just focus on the simple approach. Like if you walk to me like that, that's a threatening matter. I'm going to snuff you. I don't care if I get jumped after that, because that's another thing too. Nine times out of 10, if you come to a venue that I'm DJing as a DJ, you're in my area. You get what I'm saying? Like if you come to the seven five and I'm DJing that motherfucker, you in the seven five. So that means I have a team too, motherfucker. And regardless of the team, speaking of myself, I don't even give a fuck if 10, 20 telegame niggas jump me right after that shit. You're not going to walk up to me and think you're going to talk to me like that. I'm going to snuff you and then continue to play Cushion OJ after that. You know what I'm saying? Word. But shout out to the DJ and still shout out to Wiz because I still think he a dope motherfucker, dope artist. It was That was just some cornball lame shit that Wiz did. And it's fine to call a spade a spade because we're human and as long as you know it's some fuck shit and you change behaviors then all we can do with that is move on you know what i'm saying and shout out to that dj because i'm pretty sure they was doing what they was doing i don't know your name off the top so forgive me and at the same time i don't want to say your name because it's not a purpose of exposing that again like i said you can go on your youtube do your googles and find that you know what i'm saying and also stream his multiverse album, man, because, of course, I'm pretty sure that was the most important thing for him is to listen to his new shit. Like I said, so multiverse, all DSPs, check that shit out. Wiz, you already know, sign me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got like two 16s in the tuck, man. You know, I'm going to come up with that in later on, but we're going to talk about that. You know, but keeping it in the fight club you know what i'm saying because niggas want to fight lately i'm seeing logan paul jake paul one of them paul niggas pulling out of another boxing match another sign that this shit is synthetic and yet he's a millionaire off of that so shout out to him and his fake ass boxing you know what i'm saying now also i see that blue face and his girl christian rock if i'm saying her name correctly Personally, I honestly don't give a fuck, but I do want to respect her name and say it right. So I'm going to find it. But while I find it, they had a domestic fight outside in the public while being recorded for this shit 
to be seen for the rest of the fucking world. Now, her name is Christine Rock. If I'm pronouncing it wrong, still annoy me at this point. You know what I'm saying? Because I tried, you know, but at the end of the day, between you, beloved Miss Rock and and Mr. Blueface, y'all are some toxic motherfuckers. And for the people on the Internet watching and laughing, I hope y'all really grow up and look yourselves in the mirror because nothing and I mean nothing would be funny about domestic violence. What we literally watch were two people, which happened to be a man and a woman, literally fight to the death over a platonic relationship or whatever the fuck label re- relationship they want to call it. You get what I'm saying? Nothing about that shit is comical. That needs to be the exact example of what you need not to do. And between them two, they just need to separate. As far as like that's a penny of a input towards that because no entertainment needs to be given with that. I'm even seeing that Blueface is offering uh, the shorty a hundred thousand dollars just to leave. That sounds like a comeback move because if you're going to send a motherfucker six figures to in quote leave, that really means they're going to come back. You know what I'm saying? So that tells everybody else to mind their fucking business. Let them do what they have to do because once two people are in mutual terms to some bullshit, then at that point it's mutual agreement regardless. Now, from the outside looking in, again, let that be the example of what not to do. Mind your business. And like I said, it's cool to be your motherfucking self and drink your water because it's never good to be a musty bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's word to dove. Word up. Now, we're going to keep it moving because it's a lot of niggas that smell like train smoke and it ain't no train tracks near their homes. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing. And it's starting to get annoying. You know what I mean? I already had the rant about the little niggas wearing hoodies on the prior episode. If you didn't listen to that, go back and listen to that on DSPs. You know what I'm saying? We got fat checks out here. But y'all niggas are musty and it's starting to get annoying. Wash your ass. You know what I'm saying? How about aim for the soap before you aim for pussy? You know what I mean? Now, continuing on the pod because this is for the love. And like I say all the time, for the love is about progression and positivity. We're not about negativity. We're just about truths. You know what I'm saying? And funny news because I feel like I've been leading y'all. Well, I mean, we came up with Beyonce because we're still in Renaissance Week. You know what I'm saying? And of course, we got to protect the creative minds in the fucking room because let's get into the creative minds in the room man when the creators is in the room you know what i'm saying they 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 observe around and they see things that the masses don't see so when they come out with these things most of the time they don't get the love and they don't get the honor that they should get until it blows the fuck up and then the the love that they should have got years ago finally comes when it's too late you get what i'm saying i'm saying all of this because it is documented that pbs the television network suspended the ancestry show after ben affleck discovered that his ancestors were slave owners (laughs) living your truth king you know what i'm saying now the fact that they even suspended the whole show over a white man finding some 
racist shit about his family, which is not even surprising, is the surprising part. Because it's like, wow, the things that a motherfucker would do for white privilege. Like, you would suspend a whole show that's based on roots because of this man's roots. What are we talking about? You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what's good with Ben Affleck. Then this motherfucker just married J-Lo or some shit. So he went from that to now he's sad to bring out what the fuck his family is. I mean, because if that's not who you are, then why would you feel some type of way about who the fuck your family is? I mean, you know, but shout out to Ben Affleck, you know, shout out to Mrs. Affleck and all of that shit. And again, shout out to my New York Yankees, because I don't know why when I thought of J-Lo, I thought of A-Rod, so that's Yankees, and we bombing these niggas, you know what I'm saying? All of that shit. I know niggas is like, what the fuck is those on right now? Mind your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, on this note, what we're going to actually do is get into these 757 sounds. Of course, you know what I'm saying? All the local talent. This episode on 37, we're going to aim, we're going to stay in Norfolk, shout out to Norfolk City always, you know what I'm saying? But like I said on this one, we got the good brother Reggie Lee, you know what I'm saying, representing Norfolk, of course, and his single is called Again, and this is off his new album. This is his first studio album, y'all, that came out this past August 3rd. So definitely check it out on all DSPs. The name of the album is called 94 Rising. And the record is called Again. And listen, we keeping it still R&B. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it slow tempo, all of that. Because that's the energy I'm on right now. You know, so we're going to keep it funky and continue on with this Renaissance week. You know what I'm saying? And let's get into these sounds. 757 sounds.
Okay, you know, you know, that's what I'm talking about, man. Seven five seven sounds like I said again. Shout out to the good brother Reggie Lee, and that was of course again off his new album called Ninety Four Rising. Check that out on all DSPs. Again, his name is Reggie Lee, just like Reggie Bush, but Lee with two E's. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, it's Renaissance Week, of course, going forward. Whole time is going to be Renaissance Month in September because we're getting ready for Virgo season. Shout out to Queen B. You hear the vocals in the back. You get what I'm saying? Because we're not fucking playing. And I say that to say respectfully, shout out to the Leos because I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a couple Leos that I love, but at the end of the day, Beyonce said it's a Virgo groove baby you hear that now of course on this episode before I check out you know what I'm saying and eat my grapes and you know what I'm saying do my legal activities you hear me I just want to thank the people again you get what I'm saying without y'all of course this wouldn't exist so it's always love at for the love and also thank you to the future people that will listen to it going forward because y'all are also important and y'all help the pod grow and it's all about no flowers baby now of course shout out to reggie lee again for the record check his album out dope record dope 757 sounds use episode like i tell y'all every time we not fucking playing and last but not least definitely want to give respect to the god the man the legend the one and only mr bill russell 11 time champion the goat of goats has officially passed at the age of 88 now of course that is a long life to live that is a beautiful life to live and being the stature and who he is um, for the people who don't know he is a former nba player a legend matter of fact for the boston celtics the number six and of course he won 11 total NBA championships which makes him tied for the most championships of all professional sports not just the NBA 
all professional sports you get what i'm saying because i know the the current generation or the younger generation or whatever generation you want to label it we focus on jordan and his six rings the fact that he never lost six no immaculate but at the same time when you have another king that won 11 of them things and on top of the 11 only lost once because you went 12 times and won 11 so you went 11 and 1 that is insane you know what i'm saying plus being the greatest rebounder in this game is you know it's just a lot of things that add to his legend you know he's definitely for the community besides basketball he's more of a legend outside of the game while in the game you know what i'm saying so definitely shout out the bills it's a sad day in that regard but again you live the beautiful life and the purpose and goal going forward is to simply make sure that your name and legacy will never be forgotten which i'm pretty sure it won't but that's just our obligation to treat these type of kings and these legends in that tier you know what i'm saying so definitely shout out to his family sending prayers to his kids and his loved ones you know and just watch some highlights man and see for yourself why he the god of this shit you know what i mean and also more importantly because it's definitely hot as a bitch outside it's it's like you know devil's living room out this motherfucker you know what i'm saying always drink your waters of course you know what i mean get a sweat rag damp it with some cold water you know what i'm saying keep it on you you know and for the most part if you don't have to go anywhere stay your ass inside because it's that fucking hot you will pass the fuck out if you're not hydrated and you're thinking you cute walking around with your feet smelling like old timberlands you know what i'm saying because we don't want to smell old timberlands at all you feel me so stay inside stay healthy keep social distancing because not only we still got COVID, even though COVID's over, COVID's still there. We got the monkey pots, ladies and gentlemen. And respectfully, I'm not trying to go outside looking like a jumbo chocolate chip cookie. You get what I'm saying? So on that note, I say that to say thank God to the people. You know what I'm saying? Always listening to the pod. Of course, thank Reggie Lee for the sleeper, aka 757 Sounds. Check his album out, 94 Rising, on all DSPs. And of course, to the kids, it's always about y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's first and foremost. The only thing I will say to the little kitties is we do not want the Cheetos that you offered us in your hand after touching dirt, beloved. You know what I'm saying? It's okay, though. You're still cute, respectfully. Now, on that note, I'm going to allow the queen, Beyonce Knows Carter, to send us off for episode 37 and this is Los God bless mm-hmm.